Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. All right, here we go on a Thursday. It's Cody and Gold. Alex Gold, Nick Schwert is always with you. And we got Dusty Likens in today for, and Hello. tomorrow. Dusty, yeah. you're stuck with us for a couple days, man. Or you're stuck with me. Uh, that's true. I never know what direction the show's going to go in when, when Dusty's in. It's, Sorry, did he say have... direction or... Yeah, direction. Oh, okay. I thought I heard something I missed else. the I missed the D there. Which direction? You can't miss the D on direction. Because if you do, it turns into erection. Yeah. Yeah. But I can't tell what direction. Speaking you know? of erection, I'm very oh, happy oh, to be here oh. today and tomorrow with both of you, by oh, the way. You, are you? I am. I always like doing yeah, this Yeah, I show. can tell. I can tell you're excited. Yeah, you're I mean, I was the what? first one here today. Uh, yeah, um, you were. Very expensive outfit on. Um, and, uh, you know, I'm here for you guys. You, so. Wait, how expensive is your outfit? I don't know. I'm just kidding. I mean, no, no, no. It, it is probably nice, It's a nice quarter zip. They give me a hard time usually for wearing the quarter zips. I'm a big quarter zip fan. And we're fan. both Vineyard Vine guys we today. Are. You got a nice quarter zip, although you're supporting K-State, I think, who plays tonight. It's just a color scheme. It's a nice lavender color on you, Dusty. Well, my team's not playing in the Big 12 tournament because my team is not in the Big 12. So, go Mules. Yeah. Uh, National champions with Kim Anderson. K-State does play TCU later tonight. We'll talk some college yeah. basketball, but there, there was some news that came out in the last... 15 or 20 minutes or so. By the uh, way, floor is yours, guys. I'm going to step out on this one because you guys are more credible than me. So that's serious. I'm being serious. Oh, it has nothing to do with that. But just the University of Kansas put out a press release that Bill Self will not coach today's Big 12 quarterfinal game against West Virginia. They're calling it an illness. I'll just read you the press release. Bill Self will miss today's Big 12 tournament game as he recovers from an illness. Assistant coach Norm Roberts will serve as the acting head coach they went on to say in the press release, Self is doing well, receiving great care at the University of Kansas health system. That last line, Nick, would lead you to believe that he is still hospitalized at this point in time. That's all we know in terms of the status of his health. Obviously, our thoughts, uh, best wishes to Bill Self and his family, uh, obviously, with uh, the, the current situation involving him. Matt Tate from the Lawrence Journal World and KUSports.com is going to join us at 1030 to to, to find out really a little bit more maybe in, in the latest and the basketball impact of that is secondary, but still what that does mean for today's game against West Virginia. Now, Norm Roberts, Nick, was it two games this year? He coached it was when, three games. Was it three yeah. when Bill Self was serving uh, the suspension earlier this year. Norm Roberts has been around this staff, and and I don't think it necessarily has – uh, for today's game in particular, on the ba- like on the basketball end, I don't know how what kind of direct impact it has. Other than there's going to be some emotions from some guys, I'm sure, and maybe it's one of those where you actually kind of rally around the fact that your head coach is you know being hospitalized. Yeah, that's got to be weird because I don't know how much guys are kept in the loop in the moment. You know, if 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 this happened last night, the players may have just found out 
early this morning when they right. woke up that, hey, coaches XYZ is not going to be here. Norm's going to be coaching the game. I don't know how good 18 to 22-year-olds are at compartmentalizing right. that and just saying, okay, um, that's scary. I hope everything's okay. we got to go play basketball. I'd imagine that's going to be on your mind when you take the court this afternoon. So KU will play West Virginia at 2 o'clock today at T-Mobile Center, quarterfinal action of the Big 12 tournament. Uh, but KU announced that Bill Self will not coach in today's game due to an illness, and uh, based on the press release, it appears he is still hospitalized right now. Uh, in Kansas City. If anything new comes from that, we'll certainly let you know. And again, Matt Tate will join us in about 25 minutes or so. As far as the three local schools, all three of them are in action today. Mm -hmm. KU, West Virginia, K-State is going to play tonight against TCU. Dusty will be rooting on the Wildcats in his lavender quarter zip. I'm just a big Uh, McKenzie Nelson fan, so we're going to root for her to be a K-State honoree. So there we go. Okay, and then Missouri. Shoot your shot. Oh, is it? I'm is just that kidding. what that no, is? Is that not. what that is? No, did, it's Nick, not. Did, we just, just, did we just get an on air? Is that he, Dusty shooting his shot right there on air? We're four minutes into the show. I mean, if you're gonna do it, just go all yeah. in. Go jump, you know, dive can, in head I first. I can send her a text for you if you I'm want. Okay. You I'm sure? Okay. Yeah, just trying to be witty. Okay. Yeah. I mean, who would say no to this? Okay. <laughs> all right. I'm gonna cut this and yeah. want you to shoot me her email. Oh yeah. yeah. I think we're sending that that thirty second splice. She's direct. good. She's got a big day. She's got her team in the in the tournament today at 8.30, and she's doing a wonderful job covering the tournament, so good for them. And then the Missouri Tigers in the SEC tournament are in action today. They got that double bye in the SEC, uh, and so they will – I apologize, actually, I said today. That's tomorrow at 2.30. Yeah. Sorry. Tomorrow at 2.30. Who needs the win more, though, out of the three local schools? Mizzou. Really think so? Yeah. I, I think it's KU. No, why? I think it's KU and has has nothing to do with the health situation right now around Bill Self. It is the fact that if you want to be the number one overall seed out of all the the local schools in action today and tomorrow, KU to me needs, they can't lose to West Virginia and be the number one overall seed still in my opinion. So I I think KU needs today's game against West Virginia more than K-State needs a win tonight against TCU. K-State to me is probably a three seed. If they go and win the Big 12, they bump up to a two line. But KU, for them to be the number one overall seed and be able to pick their path over what Houston might decide to pick as the number one overall seed, they, to me, cannot lose today to to Bob Huggins in West Virginia. Yeah, I don't think you want to lose. I don't think that they have more to prove or, uh, you know, who it's easier for. Obviously, you want the route that is the easiest, which I guess you could say that's pretty important. But I think that can also play for Missouri as well because I think if Missouri gets – handled pretty easily by Tennessee. Now, we remember the last Tennessee-Missouri game. It was fantastic. The three at the half court to win it um, was a great finish for Mizzou. But if Mizzou gets beat by Tennessee and it's not really close, because I think Missouri, according to a lot of guys like Lenardi and BPIs and however they, they rank all these things with college basketball, Mizzou is a team in which it's like, are they this team? Like, And they, they have a bigger jump, I think, than the Kansas jump. Because Kansas is... Okay, either you're a one seed regionally or you're the one seed overall, right? Like you're the you're the top cat, so you can kind of have like closer to home games. But yeah, Mizzou could go from being blown out by Tennessee to like an eight nine seed. I truly think that to where if they beat Tennessee and they kind of creep themselves deeper into this tournament, where it's them, Arkansas, Alabama, maybe Kentucky, or somehow that kind of falls into play, and they do find themselves playing deeper into this SEC tournament, they might be able to move up to like a six seed. Or a seven. Now, again, seven's going to play the two in the second round, which is a tough matchup. It's very similar to the eight, one or nine, one matchup in the second round, but eight, nine seeds, a tough seed to get because you're like, all right, this is not only a juggle of a, of a, you know, pick them game, probably between the team we're playing. Also, if we do in fact, win this game, we're not playing the 16 seed. That's only happened once in the entire tournament. You're probably playing the one seed. 
Now, where you can have fun with that, if you're a KU fan and you're rooting for them to get blown out for against Tennessee, then maybe KU, if they do get the overall one seed, Missouri slides in as that eight, nine seed. And then maybe there's a chance in, you know, Iowa that you get to play the, yeah. you know, in Des Moines, you get to play the, uh, the second round game KU versus MU, which would be fantastic. So yeah, Lenardi does have Missouri as yeah. that eight seed. I, I still don't think, let's say Missouri stays on the eight line or falls to the nine. I don't think they will, but let's say they're on the eight, nine. I don't believe that that's ultimately where the committee would put them. Remember they, they played each other earlier this year. I think that also factors in a little bit. The fact that yeah. KU and MU played each other in a non-conference game in Columbia this year. It's another reason why I think if Missouri was on the eight line, they would not be the eight in KU's bracket. Okay. Um, but you're right on the, for Missouri, you want off that eight or nine one way or the other. You, 100%. You, you'll take that. You'll, you'll take the, the two seed matchup, the history. We know the number. I mean, we've only had one. We, we've, we, yeah. you know, we've, we've seen time and time again, two seeds versus seven seeds. Seven seeds have won those games far sure. more often than the eight. Because the, the gap seed. is shorter between like, I don't know, talented or whatever. But I also think that, you know, there's a lot of Mizzou fans that have already cashed in for this year. You know, they're, they're, they're making the tournament. They were a complete turnaround. So there's a lot of Mizzou fans that I don't want to say pessimistic, but they're just more so like, you know what, whatever we get, we're fine with, but no, like you're a better team than that. Like you're, you're beyond house money now, because now it's like you've cashed and now you're playing a new game because you can now see yourself maybe getting into the tournament as a higher seed than a set, like an eight, nine, maybe get a seven, two matchup and then make some noise. And if you get to the suite, then you can talk about like, real house money if you were to get to the sweet 16. But I think what Denny Gates has done with that team. And I don't, I don't think K state can go anywhere much other than if they were to be in the final against KU or whoever they would play in the final, of the big 12 tournament, then they might maybe jump to like a two C, but I think they're a comfortable three, four going to yeah. play those first two games of the weekend, possibly make the sweet 16 and then go from there. So ranking them Mizzou KU K state is how I would put local teams. And it comes to importance today. In this tournament, in terms of odds to win the Big 12 tournament, I know we're talking about Missouri and the SEC, but the Big 12 tournament, KU still sits as the favorite to win the Big 12 tourney, mm -hmm. plus 280 at Fanduel, Texas three to one, Baylor four, plus uh, 400, four to one, uh, K State plus 850, which I actually still think, if you're just looking for a value bet today at the Big 12 tournament mm -hmm. uh, and over the next couple of days, uh, Kansas State knowing they wouldn't have to play KU till the, the title game. Right. And I know that Big 12 is ultra competitive, but at plus 850, I still think there's pretty good value on the Wildcats who are still underdogs tonight. Even with Lampkin out mm -hmm. for TCU, they're still underdogs tonight at T-Mobile Center where I'm sure there'll be plenty of K-State fans in attendance. Again, we'll talk more college basketball in 20 minutes as Matt Tate from KUSports.com will join us to get the latest on the, the breaking news this morning that Bill Self will not coach today uh, as he's dealing with an illness and he is hospitalized uh, as of right now. Uh, the NFL offseason drama only continues and is only going to heat up. There's more news today about different players that are going to get cut and restructures that they're all trying to gear up for the league year that starts next week. We know the Aaron Rodgers uh, decision maybe comes before we get to Monday or so. But what about the trades for some of the top wide receivers available? The two names that come to mind, DeAndre Hopkins and Brandon Cooks. Mm -hmm. DeAndre Hopkins in a different stratosphere as far as I'm concerned uh, than Brandon Cooks. And D-Hop was on... The Pat McAfee show yesterday, and he said, "You know what? He's aware of some of these rumblings for him to get traded." Uh, you know, I, I would love to give you as much information yeah. as I can, AJ. But right now, um, you know, we, you know, we just been, you know, keeping our head down. Obviously, paying attention to the headlines and tabloids and stuff like that because you got to. Uh, you know, when you hear some of those trade rumors, uh, you you would hate to think that you know all of those things are lies. <laughs> uh, <you> know, so, <laughs> You know, so, uh, you know, I've been traded before and, I, uh, you know, heard speculation about it and I kind of shoot it off. And I was like, nah, the, the Texans would never trade me. 
And then next thing you know, here I am going to the Cardinals. So, you know, we, we keep we keep close attention to the tabloids, but we don't put anything out in the, in the tabloids ourselves. You know, we just, you know, we, we you know, DeAndre Hopkins going to do what DeAndre Hopkins doing them on the So that was DeAndre Hopkins on the Pat McAfee show yesterday. Uh, well aware of the trade discussions and given where the Cardinals organization is at and the fact that the no trade clause is voided because he was suspended for PDs last year, it seems very, very likely that DeAndre Hopkins will not be a member of the Arizona Cardinals. And in Kansas City, they've, they've been coming up as one of the potential landing spots, one of the top two or three landing spots based off of reports out there for the 30-year-old, soon-to-be 31-year-old wide receiver. The question for me, when we brought this up a couple weeks ago, and I know Nick was all in on, on DeAndre Hopkins and the Chiefs trading for him, and I was, I was kind of pushing back on it, is I don't want to have to give out a new deal that involves top market money. Now, Ian Rappaport yesterday and following up after the Pat McAfee show interview said that he's hearing that DeHop, who just signed an agent, he did not have an agent uh, over the last couple of years, I guess, but he just signed an agent. He's hearing uh, that he'd be flexible on the last two years of his contract rather than shoot for a top of market deal. Mm-hmm. That changes it for me, Dusty, because right now the final two years of the deal for DeHop, 19.4 base salary uh, and 14.9 base salary. Now, the cap hits 30 million, 26 million, but the way it would work out with, with the Cardinals, you're probably talking, what, 18 to $19 million per year. Mm-hmm. If I have to adjust a little bit from there, that's fine. I'm just not willing to give him the $28 million a year. If that's the case, you might as well have kept Tyree Kill last season. Right. I think I'd rather have Juju than D-Hop. Okay. And the reason I say that is because I think Juju Smith-Schuster will be maybe a little less expensive. I know that the ideology that you just had was a little kind of on the same platform, but... I think that when it comes to the Chiefs next season, and I think that the money that they're they're starting to save and create with cap is, I think Brett Veach is very comfortable with bringing back almost all of the same pieces to do it again next year. Because, again, everyone said, well, this team's in a rebuild, or this team will be this, and this team won't be as good. The offense will take a step back. And, yes, Juju Smith-Schuster, as of right now, is probably the top free agent receiver in his market. The market has kind of been... Well, it's much diluted than what it was last year. Last year was very rich, very, very pungent with money because um, it was everywhere. I mean, every top guy got signed. And I think in this year, Juju Smith-Schuster has, you know, there's been people that have said maybe he'd take a, you know, Kansas City discount. I don't know because we've seen guys get rings before and then it's like, okay, I've done one goal. Now the other goal is to set myself up financially. Juju Smith-Schuster, though, is still young. I don't think he necessarily has to sign a long-term deal with the Chiefs. I think he'd be fine signing maybe a two, third-year option. Then by the time he's 30, you can go test whatever, but you're getting your money as you go because you're signing one-year deals at least the last two years. So he's collected quite nicely. I think if you want to run this team back for another championship, which I do think is the main focus for the Chiefs, of course you want to win Super Bowls every single year, but to win back-to-back and win three in five years is kind of the door being shut in everybody's face of like, leave us alone. We're here. The rest of the league is chasing us and we don't care what you think. And the talent that we currently have on this team and this roster and the family that they built with it is good enough. You don't need a guy like Deandre Hopkins. Now I know that the Brett Veach theory is they're good at going and getting those veterans that want, you know, the ring or they want that one year to prove it. But I don't see him meshing with this team, the way this team goes, because again, I've seen the numbers like Deandre Hopkins had, what, like 700 yards in six yeah, so games, but it's I, like he's the only dog over there. That's where the contract comes in for me because, yeah. I'm, look, he missed six games due to PEDs. Uh, he got hurt, and you're wondering, is he trending towards you know, where things were at at the end for Julio Jones where he couldn't stay healthy and wasn't as effective? Maybe there's a chance that that's where it's heading, and that's why yeah. I'm certainly not willing to give you another two years or so on your contract 
at 27, top of market, the $30 million. No, 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 no. But if he's willing to stay on essentially his current deal, and all I'm giving up, the reports are that the Cards are asking for a second-round pick. Well, the Chiefs' second-round pick is the 32nd pick of the second round. It's 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 a third-round pick. Yeah. And they're a pick away from the third-round pick of the Chicago Bears. So if that's actually the case, and he's willing to be flexible on those two years of his contract, and I'm giving up a, a late second or a, or a third-round pick, then I'm far more interested. Uh, yeah, we, we saw Juju Smith-Schuster. We know he works in this system. If it wasn't for the the concussions, uh, the concussion mm-hmm. that he had, he's a thousand yard receiver last year. So it's not a shot on on Juju. But if I'm looking at the two, I, yeah, if if you told me that the dollar amount is what what it can be, flexible, I, I don't know how I wouldn't prefer DeAndre yeah, Hopkins so over like, Juju Smith-Schuster. Okay, so just for an exercise, then let's ignore compensation. Let's ignore money. Who would you rather have over the next two seasons? Yeah, DeAndre from, Hopkins. From a football still, still DeAndre view. Hopkins. Juju younger. But is he okay? He's younger, and he knows the is system. Is he better? Is he better? So the whole knows the system thing. You're right. There is something to be yeah. said about knowing Juju works for the system. But DeAndre Hopkins, he's not this anymore. But just two years ago, we all thought he was still a top five wide receiver in football. And by the way, like before so, he I, they shut him down at the end of last season, and after he had served that suspension, he was on a tear. Like the second he got activated, he was the for only the, target on his team. Right, and I know that those numbers, like he won't get that same volume share, no. but it's not. I don't want to make him seem I don't want to make it seem like DeAndre Hopkins only put up numbers because of volume. Like he was putting up numbers because he was wide open and defenses couldn't cover him. Like there's still value in in the idea that you you have separation skills and you have ball skills. DeAndre that are Hopkins would be second to none. Would be ridiculous I still think in this offense. Again, as long as I don't have to give him the deal that's going to make him top of market. That's what changed it for me. I'm I'm out otherwise because that's what I what Nick and I talked about this a couple weeks ago and I told him I wasn't interested if it's true that he needs a new contract because of some of your concerns are far more concerning when it's a new deal. But on the, on the, on a two year deal with where he's making right now, I, I have no problem rolling the dice on a third round pick, second round pick for him. Yeah. I just, and I think he'll be motivated to your, to your point Dusty. Yeah, for the ring. Right. I mean, but again, like I like the chemistry that they have with this team with Juju Smith Schuster. Like he went down to Pat camp last year. They all got on the same page. He, he knew what his role was. He was going to be a thousand yard receiver. But why wouldn't well, you're acting like D Hop wouldn't be a team? You're almost making it seem like you don't think D Hop would be like working with Patrick Mahomes. Of course he would. I know he would, but it's also a different. It's a different thing to look at it from a perspective than to actually be a part of it and to come in here and like to actually like click with this offense probably would work, right? I mean, you're you're gonna have the same mutual guys like Kadarius Tony's your number one. At least that's what's been said. You have uh, you got if you bring back Juju, he's clearly your number two. Sky Moore's got another year under his belt, and then you throw in DeAndre Hopkins. Does it sound great? Absolutely. Is he willing to do his contract? Sure. But then again, like that's him saying that, but then again, will there be other teams where that, that will then skew his opinion and be like, Oh, actually I'm going to get more over here. And then it's just, well, then the trade doesn't happen. If that's right. what you're saying, then the trade just doesn't happen. It's kind I of mean, sounds like you're putting him on washed watch dusty. I don't want to say I think it. you I should say it. I don't know if he's fully washed, but I just think that Juju at 27 to me is worse is risk more the gamble than DeAndre Hopkins. Who's coming off a year where he tested positive for taking badger tranquilizers as a steroids. Those are not me making that up. That was the, yeah. Report. but don't you like a guy that's willing to go above and beyond to stay healthy and to stay on the field for his team and to excel on the field. I guess if that's what it takes then I'll just sit back on this one and you can have a guy that's willing to tranquilize himself with a, with a badger hormone. What's the most questionable substance you've ever put in your body? Pixie stick. You 
snorted a pixie stick Uh-oh. when I was like in elementary school on a bus. I think that's worse. I think that's worse. I think that shows poor judgment. I don't know. At least Diop was trying to improve himself. What was, yeah. what was, the, what was the intention what was the of, the, uh, of the pixie stick? To get five bucks in fifth grade on the bus coming <laughs> home from John Nallen. Did they pay up? Yes, they put it on the seat. I was, I wasn't a, I was a hustler, man. Like I was, put the money visible and I'll do it. And they poured out a blue raspberry pixie stick, whatever, burnt the hell out of my brain. But on a serious we, note, with DeAndre Hopkins, like I know there's going to be people that are like, "You're crazy!" Like the text center, he says it, like, right. "Blah blah blah." Here it is. You know, you're an idiot. Like, thank you for for saying that to me. I appreciate that. But again, like, football comes at you very very quickly. Agreed. DeAndre Hopkins did not do the full year slate that he did last that he did that, you know, last year was not a full slate. This is, this is a team. When you come to this team, you've never been a part of this type of system. Like we've all followed this team for many years and it is, you have to be all in from day one. And I don't know if he has that sort of attitude. Maybe I'm wrong. And I'm not saying that he's lazy. I'm not saying that he's a, a bad teammate, but to be fair, he didn't play a full year last year, and he's not 27 like Juju. My only thing, Dusty, is like if you if you want to say there's concerns because of missing games and injury and a guy falling off because of age, those are I think that's more than fair. But I don't know what this notion though that other guys have come in in this system and work. Why why on earth would I think that DeAndre Hopkins? Let's say you're you're willing to to compromise and say not concerned about the health. I, I guess I don't get the concern for a guy that's been one of the top receivers throughout his career the concern that with Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes that he's just not going to be able to understand the system, he's not going to fit. That's not what I'm that saying. he's not going to be a good teammate. Like, where is that coming None from? None of that has been said by me. That's basically what you're saying. You said you're not worried about you, – you brought You're up, filling in what you think I'm saying, and I'm not saying any of that. You just said that you don't think he'll want to buy in. What else does that mean? I didn't say I didn't think – those words never left That's, my mouth. What, okay, say it again. I then. said – that with Juju on this team, his age is my number one thing over DeAndre Hopkins. The other thing, too, is that everyone on this team right now is currently all in with the system. Coming to this system, it is a different animal that he's ever been a part of. Do I question that he would be able to pick up on the system and be able to get along with everybody on the team? So you are saying, I mean, that is what you're What You are saying what I thought you were saying. You don't think he's going to get along I with think people? What you, no, and see, that's not what I'm saying. And Nick, am I am I not hearing the same thing? Okay, I'm. My brain is in a pretzel right now because I don't know who's saying what. Okay. Yeah. It sounds like Dusty is basically trying to say that um, one in the hand is worth two in the bush. You already know what you have with Juju. You know that he works. And and DeAndre Hopkins might be better, but it also might not fit, and he would rather take the sure thing. Is that is that what you're basically trying to say, Dusty? Sure, because I'm afraid if I say anything else, it might get twisted. Well, that's what okay. you know. Gold, Gold does do that. He likes yeah. to he likes to twist words and manipulate, and it's not right. I just think that DeAndre Hopkins great. is older. <laughs> He's not as young as Juju Smith-Schuster. Right, I, agree. I think Juju Smith-Schuster has stapled and solidified himself. In this offense, DeAndre Hopkins has not. He's never played in right. this system. No, I, I can't argue with that. This is, I, a, is this a tough system to learn? No matter what athlete you are. Dusty. Correct? That, absolutely. But okay. By that logic, though, that any free agent wide receiver we shouldn't want in Kansas City because it could be concerning that they won't fit. Any guy they draft may be too difficult. So the concerns are fine. I just don't think what you're saying then wouldn't be unique to DeAndre Hopkins, right? So you would be concerned if they signed Alan Lazard, you'd be concerned that he couldn't fit in this system because he hasn't played in it before. That's But you're saying the issue would be with Hop. MVS did well in the system. Well, you look at you yeah. look at two. He did what he's been doing his entire career. Look at like last year being an, AFC title an absolute disaster in Arizona, and Kyler Murray being questioned for his leadership skills. DeAndre Hopkins was the guy on the sideline telling him like he need, like trying to check mm-hmm. him, and that seems like it's a big reason why he wants out 
of Phoenix is because he doesn't get along with Kyler Murray. He doesn't want to play with Kyler Murray right. anymore. Sounds like a lot of guys don't want to play with Kyler he Murray. He took though. the cash mm-hmm. to go to Arizona, didn't work out, not winning. And a lot of times that can be the catalyst for guys to say, okay, I did that. Now, knowing I'm looking down the barrel of probably the last significant stretch of me playing at my prime, I want to go somewhere where I can win because he has not done a lot of winning in the NFL. The other thing, too, is that DeAndre Hopkins, everywhere he's played, he's been the guy. Sure. And this is a system where, like, the guy is not the is not the system. Like, it's just not. Like, the guy that will get all the fair, action is, is, he, is Travis Kelsey. And to see, like, somebody, if he, and again, let's flip. Flip what I'm what I'm saying. If he really is, hey, I just want to get on a team that can win with good leadership. I'll do my part. I'll stay quiet. That's fine. I've just never seen that. But that's the beautiful thing about the Chiefs yeah. is anyone who signs with the Chiefs has to come in with a level of understanding that you're not going to get force-fed 120 targets in this offense. It is not. Because all you have to do is point to last year and say, we're not changing anything. Travis Kelsey's still number one, and you're going to have to fit in behind him. So I would hope that anyone who is interested in playing for the Chiefs understands that from day one. And the text line saying that DeAndre Hopkins is the same age as Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill's not missed because of significant injury or because of taking testosterone enhancers. So, and Tyreek Hill also still runs a four-two-seven. Like so, yeah. I mean, enough with that a, Yeah, I mean, Tyreek Hill's a much better receiver. Don't compare Nobody, yeah, DeAndre Hopkins to Tyreek Hill. That's not a fair argument. Yeah, no, that's that. That's to me not something that should. So be yes, if compared. I had to, if I had to put a gun to my head, who do I trust more in this offense as a receiver, Juju Smith-Schuster, DeAndre Hopkins? I'm going to say Juju Smith-Schuster. I do think we are really quick to write guys off. We are really quick to just if you have one down season, it's oh he's washed. He's not the guy he was right. anymore. DeAndre missed time because of a suspension and. Because he knew we, he was getting to that point. Sure. He had to enhance his skill set. <laughs> Say whatever you want about it, but 2021 was the first hair. time. Like He had played 16 or 15 games every single season of his career before 2021. Tears his ACL. That's when he started taking performance-enhancing mm-hmm. drugs. Had to miss six games to start the season. I don't know that that's enough for me to look at him and definitively say, okay, this guy's over the hill. He's never going to be the guy he was before. Because when he is on the field, Mm -hmm. he is as productive as he's ever been in his career. Well, and according to the text line, maybe DeAndre Hopkins helps take pressure off Kelsey as he ages. Juju did not do a good job of taking pressure off Kelsey. Excuse me? Excuse me? I disagree with that. Get get all the way out of here with that take. They ran the same routes on the opposite side of the field, and Mahomes just threw to... Whoever wasn't single, whoever in was fact, single covered. I would argue that's exactly <laughs> Get out of town. That's exactly what Juju yeah. was here to do. Yeah. I, yeah. Oh man. Yeah, I, I disagree with that. And I still think And I love Deon- the text line. I still think Can't De- love that. I still think we're downplaying the fact DeAndre Hopkins as if he can't go across the middle as well. Because <laughs> it's and as, to if be- he, as if he only can just run straight deep and catch balls over defenders. The guy can go across the middle of the field and get yards after the catch. To be as well. fair to Dusty, like we can do the pie in the sky Madden talk, like who would you rather have? I think from a roster construction standpoint. Brett Veach probably has to make Juju priority one, knowing that Juju wants to come back. We've seen him before. It's probably easier to negotiate a re- like re-signing him than it is to negotiate a well, trade for a guy who's not currently well, here. Right. You also, it's probably priority one because they don't want to have to give. They don't have to give up draft yeah. capital for for Juju yeah. Smith-Schuster. It is simple. Negotiate the contract. And even though I don't think the second round pick is all that, you know, when it's basically a third round pick is as valuable as this to other teams. 
Yeah, the, the direct negotiation certainly is part of it. We'll get back into this later on. Alex Gold, Dusty Likens, Nick Schwartz with you. It is Cody and Gold. Up next, though, we will head to uh, downtown Kansas City where Matt Tate from the KU, uh, KUSports.com, the Lawrence Journal World, is the breaking news this morning that Bill Self will not coach today's game against West Virginia due to an illness, and he's in the hospital. We'll get the latest on that next. All right, back here on Cody and Gold. Alex Gold, Nick Schwert with you. Dusty Likens in for Cody today. We'll get to Nick's notable notes in about 15 minutes or so. And also the latest best fit free agent for Kansas City. It kind of surprised me based on how I thought they would try to replace Frank Clark. So we'll get to that in just a little bit. But let's talk some college basketball and, and get to the latest with the breaking news of this morning involving KU men's basketball coach Bill Self, who will not coach today. That coming from the university. Uh, he is currently at a hospital due to an illness and to talk a bit more about that uh, of course the latest on the health and the basketball into things we go out to matt tate sports editor for the lawrence journal world and KUSports.com. matt good to have you on the show uh, let's just start with what what we know right now based off of uh, what ku is saying and, and if anything you're hearing currently regarding uh, where things are at with uh, obviously a scary situation here involving the health of bill self yeah i, I think that's a fair way to put it definitely uh scary when you you wake up to some news like that and of course until anything was confirmed at all or I was able to make any calls or whatever you start seeing texts and tweets and message board posts you know um, about really really scary stuff so Mm -hmm. um, from what I can gather you know it's not the man was admitted to a hospital so it's not like it was nothing right but I don't I don't know that it got to the serious level that some of those rumors were were speculating um, which is which is obviously good news for him and and uh, his family and, and all of that. So um, the, the the best I know, obviously he's out today. Um, I haven't been told this, but I, I have a hard time seeing that he would coach this week. Right. Um, again, that's not confirmed. I don't. I'm not reporting that. I don't know that. But um, the man's in the hospital today. It's it's hard for me to think that they would be like, okay, well tomorrow you're good though. You know, it just doesn't. It seems like this is serious enough to at least affect the rest of the Big 12 tournament, and then you kind of go from there. But um, someone did tell me long-range prognosis is positive and looks good, and and I I think from the Kansas fan perspective, that's probably what people want to hear most, first and foremost, is, is, you know, whatever happens in the next couple of days, couple of weeks, it is what it is. Um, But, you know, this is a guy that a lot of them feel – very close to and a lot of them feel like he's part of their family that's what fandom is and so um to to know or at least at least as of today to believe that you know he's gonna be okay i think i think that's probably comforting a lot of ku fans right now and 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 it should be matt you're a breath of fresh air coming on the show today we appreciate it um the one thing i thought was kind of frustrating about this whole ordeal and maybe you can elaborate on this is why do people want to be so early and quick and write about something like this that they honestly didn't really have a whole lot of knowledge on? It's kind of frustrating to see people go out there and, and make these reports without having the actual facts first. Yeah, not going to find me doing that ever. Um, it's not worth it ever, uh, really ever, even with sports news. But it's certainly not worth it when you're talking about um, a health situation or something as scary as, as somebody being in the hospital. So. Um, I, you know, unfortunately that's the, the world we live in. Everything's got to be fast and first and furious. And, and, uh, I'm old enough and established enough, if you will, to, to be fine with not being that in these situations. I, I would way rather be accurate and get as much information as I can before I start, you know, stirring the drink and, and 
freaking people out. So, um, you know, and now, you know, here's the deal. Now's when the reporting really starts for me and, right. and for a lot of people like me. It's like, okay, now what can we find out? What did happen? We know what's what's going on. We know he's he's in a hospital. We know he's not coaching today. Okay, so what was it? How serious did it get? What what does his blah 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 think about it? You know, what does it mean for next week and next year and all? You know, now mm-hmm. that's that's when we got to go to work, and and that's that's part of the job, and that's part of the part of the fun of doing the job is finding out answers. So, um, yeah, I wish that stuff didn't happen too. I I do, but, um, it's always going to, it always has to some degree. I mean, you know, whether it was as publicly out there as, as Twitter and and the like, or it was just some random message board posts back in the nineties, it's, it's not anything entirely new. Just having it, having it shoved down your throat in a public forum like Twitter is, is definitely relatively new but um yeah it's unfortunate but you know the good news here is obviously a lot of that was wrong and, and a little extreme with with some of the words they were using shocker we're talking to matt tate sports editor <laughs> sports editor at lawrence journal world kusports.com now there is as you said there's a basketball game in a couple hours as well what i mean it, it, it's impossible for any of us to get inside the minds of of 18 to 20 year olds and, and what this maybe does for their psyche for a basketball game today. But Norm Roberts is someone that's been on this staff for a while, someone that did coach them in multiple games this year. What impact do you, do you think it has on the basketball end of things today and maybe the rest of this weekend? Yeah, that's eerie, isn't it? It almost it almost has that bookending. You know, Norm started the season. Is Norm going to finish the season? I mean. It, it, it's a weird thought. It's a weird feeling. Um, but obviously, we don't know the, the the details on that quite yet. But but yeah, I think I think that the the two things that benefit Kansas here are the familiarity with Norm, the experience that he has, the the, the relationships that he has with these guys. They, they won't blink. You know, they 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 understand. And and they said this back in November when he was coaching those first few games. You know that this is a system, this is a culture, and we all understand it and we all adhere to it and we all um, hold ourselves to those standards and expectations. And, and so because of that, yeah, Coach Self's the man, he's the Hall of Famer, he's this, he's that, he's this, he's that. But at the end of the day, it's still Kansas basketball, and Norm knows what that is and we know what that is. And, you know, that's what these guys were saying in November, so there's no reason they won't have the same approach today. Um, I think the biggest thing as far as it may be affecting them is – how convinced they are that that self's okay. And if, if you've got, you know, Travis Goff in there and you've got Norm and the other assistants saying, Hey, I just talked to coach. He, he, he told me to tell you to, you know, pass the ball one time or so, you know, like Mm -hmm. if if there's a little levity there, I I think then these guys will be fine. And, and at that point you can almost see it flipping that switch of like, well, let's go win this thing for him. You know, and that's so Hollywood and dramatic and, I don't even really like saying that kind of thing because it's just kind of cheesy, but like, it's also a real thing and, and, and people, um, but certainly, you know, elite level, high level college athletics programs and pro programs and all that, they look for motivation wherever they can find it. And so if they believe he's okay, they'll be comfortable riding with Norm, no question about that. And the rest of the staff and, and then, yeah, I could see it flipping a switch for them and saying, Hey, Let's 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 bring him some freaking good news and go go roll over some teams and and make him happy and you know and and if that works if that works for them then good for them so be it. All right, so Matt, you're basically telling me smash minus four today, Kansas <laughs> over Jalen Wilson points. Uh, oh no, but in all seriousness though, this does scream that like 
this seems like a game that if that theory is to be correct, like you always want to rally behind your captain, right? So you, you got to think that the, the guys that are the, the guys come out, like you got to think Jalen has a big game. Juan has a big game and, and, and also Grady Dick. You'd like to see those guys really step up in the, in the absence of their, of their head man in charge. Yeah. I don't think that's a reach at all. I, I think that guy's done a lot for them and, you know, delivered a lot for them. And, and now it's time for them to deliver for him. And, I'm sure that's how they'll see it, and, and I'm sure it won't be a burden. You know, that's that's the good thing about uh, uh, being at Kansas and having to deal with something like this. I mean, the the the, the, the tension in each game, the pressure, uh, the target, the spotlight, all those things are there every game. And so this is a little bit different than that, but adversity is certainly nothing they haven't seen before. It's come in different forms, but they're used to playing with, with high stakes and, and in, you know, pressure packed types of situations. So I, I, I don't, you know, nobody would ask for this. Nobody would say, Hey, that'd be, that'd be a cool way to get motivated. You know, right. that's not no. ever on the table, but I, I don't think they'll, uh, I don't think they'll be mentally weak to the point where they're so worried about him that they can't even dribble. You know, I, I again, it, it, it all comes down to what they know, what they're told, how convinced they are that he's okay. But, if he is okay and if he's stable and fine and going to be okay and all those things long-term too, um, then yeah, then, then they should, they should be, they should be fired up and, and, and feel good about going out there and, and representing him, right? Like here's who, here's who, here's who, a, what a built self program looks like. This is us and this is him and we're doing this for him. So there's going to be a lot of that today. I'm sure in the post game, um, if they don't play well, then, you know, there obviously won't be any of that and they'll have to answer different questions, but, um, but but I, I anticipate them playing well and, and, and playing with an extra purpose uh, because I think probably in a lot of ways, whether it's the players or his staff or his family or the fans or even, you know, guys like us talking here, I mean, it's a, it's a really sobering kind of thing. I mean, I was standing next to the guy yesterday at practice, jollying with him off the record about this, that, and the other, and then I wake up to a text, you know, not even 24 hours later that, that he's in the hospital. It's like, whoa, life, life can happen fast, and it's kind of scary to think about. And um, none of us need those reminders, I don't think, but sometimes you do, and, and sometimes they come in the weirdest of ways, and this is certainly one of those. But, but bringing it back to a little lighter point, I, I did have somebody ask me today, and I think you guys will get a kick out of this. Um, somebody asked me if, if this will affect their seating in the NCAA tournament. <laughs> oh and I did exactly what you did. I laughed it off. I'm thinking, oh, gosh, come on. But then, you know what? The more I started thinking about it, the more I was like, um, well, listen, like, if all things are equal, right, if all things are equal and they just need a little extra nudge to decide where to put KU, if they believe, if the committee believes that Bill Self is going to be coaching this team, even if they don't, uh, putting him in Kansas – excuse me, Kansas City, would be a pretty, a pretty like, humane thing to do. Like, hey, I, we don't want to put any more stress on you, man. So we need you to go to New York. We don't need you to go to Vegas. We'll put you right in your own backyard. And, and again, that's, that's, you know, that's probably the least of anybody's concerns right now. But some that to me, and I, I, after, after kind of dismissing it, I, I thought about it a little more, and I was like, ah, maybe so. But either way, I still think they should be in Kansas City regardless. So I don't think that should factor in. But you never know. You never know how the committee thinks. 
Hey, Matt, uh, this is Nick Schwartz from 610 Sports Radio, host of the Wave in the Wheat podcast <laughs> on the 435 Podcast Network. Uh, I saw some reports from some Big 12 media yesterday. A shocking turn of events has led mm. to the removal of those three rows of media seating down Ooh. near the court, and a lot of the media is being exiled up to the crow's nest. Wow. Uh, and this is, I mean, Brett Yormark, Big 12 commissioner, talked about it. He said it's for the good of the conference. Now, you've... Now you we we talked earlier. You you handle yourself with integrity. You do things the right way. You've been around for a long time. You've accomplished a lot. Do you think that you will get preferential treatment and still be treated to a courtside seat? And if not, do you think you should be? Oh, I definitely think I should be. But I <laughs> definitely think even more strongly that I will not be. And here's how confident I am that I will not be. I am wearing lime green mesh shorts and a tank top right now because if I'm going to be upstairs, who cares what I look like? Were you, you headed to Panama me? Beach? Uh, yeah, well, after, after, yeah. You know, like, uh, you guys know me. I, I like to wear a tie and look nice and look professional, but if uh, if nobody's going to see me, then who cares what I look like? So I didn't shave. Actually, I shaved one side of my face and not the other. It's it's a real new era for the Big 12, and, and uh, I'm – I'm uh, in all seriousness. I'm, I'm. I get it. This is nothing new. They've been taking media seats from us for years. Life goes on, but <laughs> it's, it's, it's a terrible move. And I don't know why you would pick a fight with the entire media that covers your conference when you're the new guy. I just, uh, as I've told a lot of people, like they better run a hell of a tournament because I'm going to be looking for the smallest <laughs> misstep and the smallest look. Like if I see one rat. Uh, running through an aisle somewhere, then I'm going to say there's a rat infestation, and that'll that'll affect affect Kansas City in a negative way. So I'll probably try to be kinder with that. But like in in all seriousness, it's, it's just I don't understand why you would do that. And and nobody's asking for three rows. That's the main thing, man. And and you know the Associated Press and the U.S. Uh, Basketball Writers Association and and various other organizations have sent letters saying like, hey, why why are you doing this? You're the only power conference. That are that are doing this, you, you, it just doesn't make sense. We could get by with 15 seats down low, and and I think what people listening or reading or whatever, I think what they think is uh, spoiled media just wants a good seat, you know, blah blah. blah. And sure, I will not argue that it's a much better view from courtside than it is from the roof, um, but that has really truly nothing to do with it. I mean, it's it's about they're giving us open locker room. We, we, we get an opportunity to talk to these players, but there's one elevator up there, and we've got to decide, do we wait for the end of the game, or do we come down before the game's even over so we don't miss 10 minutes of the open locker room and blah, blah, blah. I mean, it just, it just makes the job harder, and, and that's what sucks because um, the job is what gets readers information and, and cool stories and fun moments, and, and if, if it's cutting into that, it, it just makes it harder. So. Uh, I probably won't complain too much more than I did right here. <laughs> yeah. um, you won't see me be that guy, but but I wasn't that guy until you asked. And, it's and Nick's fault. Asked, this is what yeah, and now you're that guy. It's so. all right, Matt. We, Nick okay. does this. Nick has tried. You know, Nick, Nick tries to cause cause it kind of kind of controversial things all the time on this show. So yeah, it's, uh, it's I know that's been know? his his mo forever. I, mostly, I, I I took the bait because I really wanted you to know what I'm wearing. That's most <laughs> important. It, well, it, if it, I was... it looks. It looks pretty good. If it I was there in the third row, I'd have a sign that says Matt Tate should be here. And then the other thing that's got to be frustrating is that, you know, it's that much further to the, to the food line, man. That's another big strategy you got to make when it comes to that thinking process. One elevator, you get the grub, or do you go down and wait for it? That's a tough decision, man. I was told, I was told that 
we will love it up there. Okay. There's going to be a great setup. And <laughs> hmm. to me, that's that's <laughs> one surefire sign of a man who doesn't get what we do. Because I, I would bring pretzels in a baggie and do a better job covering the tournament from down oh low than if you have prime rib up there for me in the rafters. That, oh. that, that's I disagree. That's not what it's about. Yeah, that's, that's exactly what it's, what it's about. That is 100% what prime it's about, Prime rib's overrated man. anyway. You want, you want a filet. Give me a good hunk go. of beef. Yes, that's fair. Matt Tate, <laughs> sports editor for the Lawrence Journal World, KUSports.com. Uh, bring some binoculars, and we'll, we'll catch up in a couple weeks maybe. That sounds good. I appreciate you guys having me on. I told Nick it had to be something really serious to finally get on with, uh, with, with you guys, you know, and, and I get it. I get it. You know, you're, you're chiefs heavy and I'm, I'm not. So I understand that I haven't put myself in the best favor with you, but I love all of you guys. Hey, you know I'll have that. you on once a week on my show and after hours, I'm just filling in for Cody. So don't put me in that, you know, thing, Matt. <laughs> there you go. Fair enough. I, I'll, I'll, I'll remember that one. There we go. There you go. That's Matt Tate, sports editor for the Lawrence journal world and KU sports dot Com. Yeah, media. Some people. Some people were not happy about about the seats getting moved up a, a couple. A couple. Uh, the one know. year I, I covered the tournament, rows, we sat all the way in the rafters. It well, was nice, but that's, that's where, where you have to now. sit now. Like that's where they're at. We still had now. guys that could go represent us down low, but man, that's wild. Our tournament coverage on Six Ten Sports Radio brought to you by Twin Peaks Eat, Drink, Scenic Views. Three area locations. Find your favorite lodge at TwinPeaksRestaurant.com. All right, guys, so I was going to actually bring this up earlier when we were talking about DeAndre Hopkins, who, by the way, did you see this note that we talked last week about how he had followed the Lamar Jackson train previously, Mm -hmm. the Orlando Brown Jr. train of representing himself? Mm -hmm. He has now hired an agent. According to Mike Florio of Pro Football Talk, so Seems he will smart. be operating. <laughs> Turns out there's a reason Good idea. those guys exist. You know somebody who wouldn't cost a lot, who could provide some reinforcements in this, what could be a depleted wide receiver room, depending on how free agency shakes out. Terrell Owens. Terrell Owens, that's right. How old is he, by the way? Is he 50 years old yet? No, he's what, probably 47? 42. I bet he's 42. Oh, am I way too high? I think no, so. it's it's late 40s. Uh, he sure. is 49 years old. Oh, way okay. off. So I've got a guy who's, who is a little long in the tooth, but he's younger than that mm. and will cost you virtually nothing oh boy. to bolster that receiver room. His name is Adam Thielen. Mm. Hooked on a Thielen. <laughs> Hashtag uh-huh. hooked on a Thielen. Yeah. And according to Adam Schefter of ESPN, the Vikings and Thielen are expected to part ways. His contract can be voided after 2015, but they can save a ton of money by letting him go now. He's a guy who still been productive, even though he's not quite at the peak of his career that he was yeah, at two, three years ago. He's lost a step. His even it's like separation, not getting as much separation as he once did. The guy you could bring in. Um, Ask for, ask for yeah, him to who, give you 600 you bring, yards next bring, year. But here's the thing. Are you bringing him in to be what MVS is? Because you're not bringing him in thinking he's replacing what Juju Smith-Schuster is in this offense. Because look at No, the, you, no, you don't, you don't bring, him, at, you don't bring him in in place of Juju. You bring him in in addition to Juju. So you bring back Juju. You bring in Thielen. You still have MVS. And you still have Kadarius, Tony, and Sky Moore. So potentially, we'll see what the dollar amount is on an Adam Thielen contract. Unless you can, can you make it incentive-laden? Because you mentioned the production. The guy's still got 107 targets, 107 targets, and he had 716 yards with the 107 targets. Like, he's not getting anywhere near those kind of targets. I'm not so sure he's getting 700 yards for you in Kansas City. I feel like Beach could find that in like the third or fourth round on a flyer. Just, I think here's my kind of draft. If you are in the Chiefs offense, mm-hmm. you are going to get about 12 yards per reception 
If Adam Thielen's wide receiver three in next year's Chiefs offense, he's getting 65 catch, 50, 55 catches, mm-hmm. 650 yards. Would you think that Adam Thielen would have more yards and catches than Sky Moore in next year's offense if they played on the same team? Yes. If he was here, yes. Yeah. 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 That's my issue. What he's about Kadarius other... Tony? No. That's the whole issue I have with Sky Moore is we're all talking about can he take a leap? I don't know where the op like is the opportunity going to be there for Sky Moore to well, take the leap. Well, if the opportunity is there, it's going to tell you everything that you need to know about how the Chiefs feel about him. Because if they bring in a bunch of guys to play over him, that would tell me that they don't believe he is going to take that leap or that he's going to have to really earn that opportunity. If they don't bring anybody in, then that is a clear sign of confidence that they love both Tony and Sky in year two. But I'm, I'm just saying that. Let's say that. What you, about a Hartman? Let's say. You bring let's him say I, no, I'm, I'm done with McCall Hartman because okay. the, the there's projections out there that think he might get four for 40. I did and see I, that. I'm out. Not happening. Good for yeah. him. Great for him. Yeah. Uh, but I'm out. And I think Tony and Sky Moore are, are similar skill set. Like, those two guys can fill the McCall Hartman void right. in this offense. We can talk more about that during the Chiefs' red half hour. This is Cody and Gold, Alex Gold, Nick Schwert, Dusty Likens with you. Something that happened three years ago to about the day. And the Frank Clark replacement. I didn't think this was a route the Chiefs could go, but it's intriguing. We'll tell you who it is next. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.